happy Valentine's Day, Ishes. Welcome back to the 28 Days of Self-Love. This is your kind of well, kind of toxic main-ish, bringing you another episode of Wellish. Today is day 14, and it is all about dating yourself. Obviously. Like, literally, what else will we fucking talk about today? You know what else we would talk about? What I actually said we were going to, which was the ego. But we can push her off because... Today, obviously, we need to talk about dating ourselves. And I don't know what I screwed up in the schedule, but you know what? <laughs> there it is. That's, that's the story of my life. What we're talking about today is how to date yourself. Now, when we hear this concept, it's something that has been talked about for, I mean, how long? It's not a very original thought that we need to not focus on another person and all of this stuff. And we need to figure out how to treat ourselves the way that we would want a partner to treat us. And that's all good and dandy. But when you hear like date yourself, you're kind of like, "Mm -hmm, I mean, I get it, but... I'm not gonna hold me to sleep at night and like I'm not gonna surprise me with flowers or food or why does it always have to come out of my bank account when I'm taking myself on dates I want it to come out of their bank account once in a while (laughs) and there's things that you just don't get the same satisfaction for when it comes to dating yourself as you would if you were dating another person human being. Contrary to what most people say, I actually really, really, really like Valentine's Day. It's probably one of my favorite holidays. And I think that that's because I had a family that celebrated Valentine's Day. Like it was a holiday that we would wake up in the morning to go to school. And my mom had these cute little heart-shaped baskets with candy and maybe some socks and a $20 bill, something like that, potentially. I don't even know if she would give us money, nor did I expect anything that extreme. All I'm saying is just to like wake up to this cute little gift that my mom put together, reminding us of how much she loves us. It was so fun and special, and it meant a lot to me every time she did that. She even did things once I did move out. I remember one time I wanted a, a weighted blanket when I was in college, And she told me no. And then I got a package on Valentine's Day from her with the weighted blanket inside of it that said, happy Valentine's Day. This is like instead of a hug, something like that. Pretend it's a hug, something along those lines. And it was super sweet and super thoughtful. So I know that Valentine's Day obviously does have this connotation around it with relationships and that's originally what Valentine's Day was and still very much can be what Valentine's Day is like we're not all going to pretend if we're in relationships that we don't expect something from our significant other today and if you're single and you find yourself a little bit unhappy with that wishing that one day somebody will get you something today and make you feel special today I think that that's why there's so much anger and hate for Valentine's Day is just is straight up like bitterness because there isn't that bitterness when we're talking about Christmas, you know, or birthdays like we don't have that same anger because, again, it's something that we expect to happen, but it's just not the the focus isn't directly on love itself. And love can really fucking irritate people because we've been scorned by it so many times. But without that, we wouldn't be able to appreciate Valentine's Day in other ways. 
like Galentine's Day. I think I've seen every single one of my friends have a little Galentine's Day night day whatever I see it all over the internet it's like this cute little opportunity that we can take to appreciate our friends one of my friends sent me a Galentine's Day gift I fucking got a knock on my door the other day completely unexpected and got a package and I was like I know I haven't ordered anything in a while what do I owe the pleasure (laughs) and she sent me like cute little pink socks she sent me candy she sent me a ring that I'm wearing right now I absolutely am obsessed with it And a little note that just like told me that she was thinking of me and that she wished that I could be at the Galentine's Day and that she loved me and, you know, all of the nice little things. And it's just like it's a it's a holiday that we don't have to focus so much on relationships. We can focus on other people we love. And I bet you know where I'm going with this. We can use it to focus on loving ourselves. So how do you date yourself and feel satisfaction? when you don't have another person to do those things that you wish they were there for. Obviously not just for Valentine's Day, but throughout your entire life. The first thing you need to be aware of is that this is the exact same concept as our episode all about how to validate yourself. Dating yourself and dating another person are not interchangeable. They are not the exact same thing and they will not feel the exact same way. They are two completely different feelings and that is what you have to be aware of first. Unfortunately, you can't force people to to appear into your life. You can't force relationships. You can't force people to behave in ways that you want them to. All you can do is control yourself. So the goal here isn't to replace what another person could potentially do for you. That is why being in a relationship is all about enhancing your life. It's not about things that they can add to your life that you can't have without them around. It's that maybe they bring things to your life that you don't have without them around, but it's not Your life isn't lacking without those things. Their qualities and what they bring to the table just makes your life easier. It makes your life a little bit better. And that's what dating yourself looks like. It's thinking, how would I want somebody to treat me and what can I do to treat myself that way? We all know the five love languages. We got quality time, words of affirmation, acts of service, receiving gifts, and physical touch. We have to find a way to incorporate those things into our daily life and love ourselves in the same way that we would potentially love a partner. And the reason it's easy to use this term of dating yourself is because it seems much more realistic to have these expectations of a partner than it does for yourself because you start to prioritize other things in your life. You start to prioritize work, kids, problems that you're having and trying to solve those. There's all of these life things that get thrown into the mix that you lose sight of taking care or dating yourself compared to if you have an actual physical human body living in your house or blowing up your phone or hanging out with you regularly. That's an easy reminder to be like, oh yeah, I should probably pay attention to that person that's dating me or that I'm in a relationship with. When we don't have that physical reminder, it's hard to make sure that we're keeping up on dating ourselves. 
as you guys know, <laughs> I get a little too wrapped up into the concepts that I try to practice. Self-love and the love languages being one of them. I do it with dating myself and with dating my partner. I start to try to track the things that I'm doing and how often I'm doing them. And, you know, I've even like fucking mapped it out in a planner before. I've made like a habit tracker to remind myself to do specific things for him and to do specific things for me. Like today I'm going to do this act of service because I need to be able to show myself that I love myself. And you know what? It does work. Like if you need that reminder to kickstart yourself into the habit of loving yourself and you will let it fall onto the back burner pretty quickly, you definitely can do that. But having the love languages in the back of your head are just a placeholder in your mind. It's something that you know that sits over in the corner that when opportunities present themselves, you're able to take action because you know that that is a good way to love yourself. It's also something that you know so that you can reflect and ask yourself when the last time you did something for yourself was. This is not just for people that are not in a relationship. And that is one of the things too that I think I felt I, when I first started doing this was that I started it because I was single and because I was miserable and because I wanted to do the things and I wanted the benefits of a relationship, but I didn't have access to a relationship. So I tried to fill that void myself. And then once I got into a relationship, I was like, oh, okay, so he can satisfy all of those needs now. I don't need to do them myself. Wrong, 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 wrong. Not how it works. You need to still be doing those things for yourself. You need to still date yourself so that if he fucking does something that you're like, I cannot be in this relationship anymore. If that person does something wrong, if down the road you're like, maybe this isn't who I want to commit my life to, maybe he gets hit by a bus, maybe he moves away because he's got an awesome job opportunity and you can't go with him, who fucking knows life happens. Again, he could get hit by a bus. He, it might not be that he leaves you. It's that there are there's shit that happens in life that you could be back left alone and you need to know that you have the skills to date yourself and to make yourself feel good. For a physical example, if you go to the store with your husband and he always carries the cat litter, he carries the heavy bag of food and cat litter for you and you don't ever have to touch it. Maybe you just pick up a few bags. Maybe you don't even put the bags in the car or bring the heavy bags up into the house. He does all of that for you. Your physical strength and ability to lug the bag around and be able to maneuver the bag and get it into the cart and all of these things, those skills are going to diminish. It's not about being independent and being like, go do it yourself because like I get wrapped up on in that really quickly. It's about like that you will physically actually lose the skills needed to do it. And it seems so minimal and so almost stupid, but like, I'm serious. Like if you have to do something kind of awkward, you're not going to know how to do it if you haven't done it in six years. Think about if they always are doing these things for you, like 
asking you out on dates, bringing things home for you, telling you how beautiful you are, and you never do any of those things for yourself, you're going to feel so empty if that one day disappears. But if they do all of those things for you and you do them for yourself, and then one day they disappear, now you're halfway full at least. You're not completely empty and deprived of all things good and meaningful in your life. And you'll still have those habits and will continue to do those things if the relationship came to an end or something happened that you didn't get the, what if he's paralyzed? Like what if that person becomes paralyzed? Like you have, there are there's shit that happens in life that maybe the person won't be able to do what you need, what they used to do for you. And you will still have built those habits and will still be incorporating that into your life because that will be a regular thing for you rather than trying to start from nothing and you're absolutely miserable and don't even realize that all that you're missing and all that they really did do for you because it was just so normal and now you have absolutely nothing at all and you're just like having to peel yourself off of the ground piece by piece dating yourself isn't just a fuck the man I can take care of myself type of vibe. It's not that kind of mentality. It's not this, I'm independent as fuck. I can do it myself. That's not what we're going for. And like, you can still think those things and those things can still be true. Lord knows that I do. But what I'm saying is that one of the highest forms of self-love is knowing that you got your own back. Like you got your back to make you feel full, to make you feel like you aren't going to crumple and die if there isn't another person telling you those things because you can't control if another person is telling you things. You could have the best boyfriend, husband, girlfriend, partner in the entire world that does all of those things. And you still are going to need to be able to tell yourself those things so that you can feel good in your own skin. You can have the shittiest guy in the world and maybe you'll have the strength to leave him because you'll know that you have the ability to love yourself and give yourself those things that you need. Maybe you're super single and you just want to feel a little bit of love. It is not going to be the same as when a partner does it for you. It is not ever going to feel the same, but you will have at least the love for yourself and care for yourself and the intention towards yourself that you're going to know what to expect when somebody does come into your life and what you do think is the bare minimum and what would enhance your life a little bit. If he just gives you flowers every year on this day, but you've been doing that for yourself every week for the past two years or something, you're going to be like, "Eh, I don't know, like I can do this for me. I don't, I need a little bit more substance than that. There's so much more to dating yourself. So really think about, take a step back. What do you want out of a relationship and what things could you give to yourself? And don't beat yourself up over trying to take action and, you know, get all of the fucking things taken care of to make sure that you are really taking care of yourself, but just have the awareness that that is a thing for you and approach each day with the open-mindedness to find opportunities to date yourself and to love yourself. Create the habits, create your life. Okay, tomorrow, tomorrow, I will probably be talking about the ego because I think it's a super cool topic and it's basically the essence of Wellish. So I 
I'm really excited to get into it. I got to figure out what the fuck I did with my schedule and like why I kind of screwed it up. So most likely talking about the ego tomorrow, but I'm just saying most likely in case I switch it up on you guys again and give you a cute little two days in a row surprise. You can follow me at underscore Sarah Ritt. You can follow Wellish at Wellish Podcast, both on Instagram. You can follow me on TikTok at Sarah Rittendale. I will talk to you ishes tomorrow. Have a great Valentine's Day, whether you are spending it alone with friends, your significant other, whoever. Just think about love and how much love you have to give and how much love the world has to give and how much love you've ever received in your life and how you don't even know all of the people that you're going to love yet and how empowering and exciting that is. That is all we need to focus on today. I will talk to you guys tomorrow. Bye guys. (laughs) 